0: An A to Z of Believing, From Atheism to Zealotry, written and presented by Dr. Ed Kessler, founder director of the Wolf Institute. Program 21, U for Universalism. The universality of moral concern is not something we learn by being universal, but by being particular. Because we know what it is to be a parent, loving our children, not children in general, we understand what it is for someone else, somewhere else, to be a parent, loving his or her children, not ours. Rabbi Jonathan Sachs. It's often assumed that some religions are universal in spirit, such as Christianity, while others are more particular, such as Judaism. Yet it won't be a surprise to regular followers of this A to Z of believing that the picture is more complicated and that generalizations like this suffer from oversimplification. For example, Christianity does indeed possess particularities of faith, a term which refers to those points religions regard as being of fundamental significance and, in a sense, non-negotiable elements of their relationship to the divine. From the Christian perspective, particularities include the Christian conviction that in the life, death and resurrection of Jesus, God acted decisively for all humanity. In other words, Christianity is a religion that combines a claim to be universal in scope with the particular demand of exclusiveness in belief. Christ is Lord of all and the Saviour of all. The New Testament quotes Jesus to say, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. And the record of early Christian preaching includes the oft-repeated text that, There is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name given to men by which we can be saved. For its part, Judaism clearly possesses particular features, such as Jewish attachment to the land of Israel, and an emphasis on the Torah that defines the covenantal relationship with God. However, there is also a strong emphasis on universal values, such as on social justice for all, as proclaimed by the biblical prophets in the 8th century BCE, through to the development of Reformed Judaism with its emphasis on universalism in the 19th and 20th centuries. Like Christianity, Judaism combines particularism with universalism. For Christianity, universalism is generally understood as God loving or saving all people and God wills all to salvation, but there is disagreement as to whether salvation is limited to believers only, extra ecclesiam nulla salus, that is, outside the church there is no salvation, or to all, regardless of belief. Christian theologians such as Karl Rana have explored how God saves all people. Rana proposed the concept of anonymous Christianity and was concerned with how God can save all people and how Christ can remain the mediator of salvation. Unsurprisingly, Jews and other non-Christians do not welcome the title of anonymous Christian. In the end, particularities of faith will always remain. They are, in fact, irreducible and irrevocable and should be viewed as such. Alongside and in tension with universalism, particularism is central to the identities of all religions. Attempts to minimise particular religious beliefs increase the likelihood of failure in any authentic inter-religious encounter. Particularisms of faith cannot be glossed over for the purpose of achieving either a superficial accommodation between communities or a watered-down syncretism. Genuine dialogue goes far beyond merely acknowledging that there are diverse religions in the world. Instead, a mature dialogue recognises, even celebrates, the particularisms that will always be present. Particularism is no barrier to successful interreligious dialogue. Indeed, such an affirmation is a necessity. You might call it a universal requirement. Some may assert that despite particularities of faith, all religions have equal validity and share a universal value system, albeit with distinctive outer trappings. Others may turn inward and seek exclusivism. They assert that their particular faith commitment is the sole path for all people to follow. The former results in a bland relativism where all religions are viewed as the same with no significant differences or particularities. The latter can result in narrow-mindedness or chauvinism. Accepting the tension between universal values and particularities of faith affords religious believers the right to self-definition on their own terms, as well as affirming the same right for their dialogue partners. There is a temptation for interreligious dialogue to be limited to the areas of common ground, though these will always provide a bridge. The existence of particularities of faith means that religions contain features which, although shared in principle, may divide in practice. As, for example, whose scripture is divinely revealed, and who ultimately has the deepest insight into God's purpose for humanity. Although from the outside, the particularities of faith might seem narrowly possessive from within, however, they reflect an experience and a tradition which cannot be denied nor ignored even alongside the universal elements. It takes a high degree of maturity to let opposites coexist without pretending that they can be made compatible. At the same time, it takes the same degree of maturity to respect an opinion which conflicts with one's own without attempting to achieve a naive accommodation. But, thankfully, we do share things in common, not least the universal values arising from what theologians describe as the golden rule. I'm going to end this letter with a series of short quotes taken from seven different sacred texts try to guess which quote belongs to which text or religion. The full quote, and the religion to which it belongs, can be found on our website www.wolf.cam.ac.uk. 1. As you would have people do to you, do to them, and what you dislike to be done to you, don't do to them. 2. Whatever is disagreeable to yourself, do not do unto others. 3. What is hateful to you, do not do to your fellow. 4. Treat others as you treat yourself. 5. Do to others what you want them to do to you. 6. Do not do to others that which angers you when they do it to you. 7. Hurt not others in ways that you yourself would find hurtful. Not so easy, is it?